Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Hallelujah. Praise God. Happy Thanksgiving. Ooh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. What a privilege it is to come into your homes or wherever you might be viewing this broadcast, telecast. There is a word from the Lord for you. I'm very excited about this word tonight um, in the season that we're all in called Thanksgiving. So once again, happy Thanksgiving to you. Call someone, tell them, tune in. There's a word from God tonight that will sort so many things out in your life right now today. All right, get your Bible or your electronic device. Turn to Proverbs. I hate it too. Turn to Proverbs chapter 30, Proverbs 30, and we're going to read verses 11, 12, and 13. And so many things are going to make sense to you after hearing this word. Proverbs 30, 11, 12, and 13. All right, let's read it out loud together. Ready, begin. There is a generation that curseth their father and doeth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We need you. We need you. I need you. Anoint us afresh tonight with your word, by your spirit, to get clarity of purpose and destiny in this hour, God. Give us understanding of the times and the seasons in which we live. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may be seated, those of you that are here in the building. So tonight I'm going to teach a message entitled, A Thankless Generation. A Thankless Generation. A Thankless Generation. A thankless generation is an angry generation. I'm going to say it again. A thankless generation is an angry generation. Anytime there is a generation that does not appreciate what God does, then they are in turn angry about what God hasn't done. A thankless generation is an angry generation. A thankless generation is also a violent generation. I mean, people are shaking their heads because of the mass shootings that seem to go on one after another. Because we live in a thankless generation. Thanksgiving is so very, very important. In this season, and I've always told you I love Thanksgiving. I always loved it. I always loved teaching about giving thanks and being thankful because Thanksgiving and having a grateful heart changes your atmosphere. It impacts the people in your near vicinity, right where you are. So we have to be thankful. So the signs of a thankless generation are all around us. So again, Proverbs 30, 11, 12, and 13. There is a generation that curses their father. 
You can't curse your father and have peace in your home. He says, and there is a generation that does not bless their mother. You can't say bad things about your mother and expect to have peace in your neighborhood. Verse 12, there is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, that they got it all together. They woke. They know what's really going on. We don't know really what's going on. But it's yet not washed in from their filthiness. Verse 13, <clears throat> there's a generation, oh, how lofty, oh, how lofty are their eyes. That's pride. When there's a generation that's thankless, that generation is full of pride. If there's nobody to thank but you, then you think you've done everything. There's a generation that is so into themselves, they think there's nothing they cannot do. And since there's nothing that they can't accomplish, since they can do everything, then they need and deserve all the thanks. Don't thank God. God didn't do anything. Second Timothy. Second Timothy, chapter three, verses one and two. <clears throat> know this also that in the last days. Perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own self. <laughs> if you love yourself only, then you thank yourself only because you're the only one doing anything of any value of any consequence. Know this, men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful. Say unthankful. In the last days, which are now, the world is filling up with unthankful people. Unthankful people. People that don't give thanks. People that don't see the value of anything thankworthy. Write this down. <clears throat> Excuse me. To be unthankful is to be ungrateful. To be unthankful is to be ungrateful. And if you're ungrateful, you're incapable of recognizing anything good God does or people do for you. You're not grateful. You don't see God moving. You see nothing he's doing that's good. You see nothing good going on in your life. So you're not grateful and therefore you're not thankful. And if you're not grateful and you're not thankful, then you're probably bitter you sitting up in church, bitter. you singing worship songs, bitter, angry. <clears throat> An unthankful generation rejects religious practices. Now, I'm not talking about religiosity. Stay with me. An unthankful generation rejects religious <laughs> practices. For example... Talking about prayer, 
praise, and service. Notice this. Unthankful people don't want to pray. Unthankful people don't praise God. People that, people that recognize God moving in their lives and are grateful are constantly thanking him and praising him, serving him and worshiping him. Since there's no one to thank, there's no need to worship. That's why this church ain't full on night before Thanksgiving. Got too many other things to do. Things you got to do, things you have to accomplish, because if you don't do it, it won't get done. Write this down, write this down. Worship is born from a grateful heart. Worship comes from a grateful heart. A heart well aware of the mercy and grace of God on their lives. People that are well aware of the mercy and grace of God on their lives are worshipers. You don't have to ask them to worship. They are constantly aware, if it had not been for the Lord, where would I be? So these people are thankful people, and they are also grateful people. Grateful people are worshipers. Moses had to teach Israel how to be grateful when they came out of Egypt. Because when they came out of Egypt, they were bitter. They were bitter, rather. (laughs) They were bitter. They'd been slaves for 430 years. They didn't know how to be grateful. There wasn't much to be grateful for because they were constantly crying out to God, waiting on him to deliver them. But now after God delivers them, God is telling Moses, teach these folks how to be grateful. Excuse me. God says, Moses, teach my people how to be grateful. Now, you know the story. We we don't go into it or go back into it. But here they are in the wilderness, no longer in Egypt, but they're complaining. God has brought you out. Why are you complaining? You're no longer in that condition. And you're not grateful. And this is where many, 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 many of God's people are right now today under the sound of my voice. You are no longer in the condition that you prayed about months ago, but you're still not grateful. So, So let's look at this scripture that says volumes about being thankful. Deuteronomy 8 and 10. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Notice what God tells him. 
He says, when you have eaten and are full, open your mouth and bless him. Somebody ought to be praising him right now, wherever you may be, because you realize every time God sat you down and fed you, you got a full. You never got up hungry. Let me break this down just a little bit. Uh, uh, let's let's put it in. Let's put it in. Let's put it in the, the context of 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 spiritual spirituality or the word. Uh, uh, how many of you ever came to this church, sat at the table of the Lord, heard the word of God taught, preached, prophesied and declared, and you got up and you were still hungry? It's not even happened in this place. Every time you and I, we sat down for God to feed us. We always got up full. Am I right about it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so then if that's the case, then the next thing we should do is bless him. That shows him we're grateful. Praise is not what we do in between doing other things. Praising God is not what we do in between doing other things or praising God is not what we do while we wait on God to do the next thing. We praise God after we sit down and we eat and we realize we're full, we're satisfied. How many of you really know God has satisfied your soul? How many of you really can say God has really satisfied me? So God tells Moses, tell the people, after you have eaten and are full, full there means satisfied, get up and bless me. Get up and show me your gratitude. Don't be thankless, because there's a danger in being a thankless generation. Mm -mm -mm. So, as we think about this message, the truth is we are all obligated. Somebody say I'm obligated. We are obligated to be grateful and thank those who bless us. I'm going to say it again. We are obligated to bless those that have blessed us. To not be someone that reciprocates the blessing is to be unthankful, to be ungrateful. And we live like that today. So many people don't know how to say thank you. Hold the door open for them. They just walk in. <coughs> Pay for their groceries. They just look at you. Well, you didn't have to do that. But they did say thank you. Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2. Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. 
David says in verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his what? There's benefits to serving God. There's benefits to serving God. David lists the best benefits in that song. He forgives sin. How many of you are glad God forgave you your sin? <clears throat> Somebody ought to say, God, thank you for forgiving me for all my sin. There's not one sin that God didn't forgive you for. There's not one sin he left on you, one mark on you. You ought to thank God that every single sin you've ever committed will have. It's all forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. He goes on to say he heals us from all diseases. Mm -mm -mm. He rescues our lives from the pit. Somebody's coming out of a pit of despair. Why? Because God does that because God is good and you need to recognize how good he is and thank him for it. And then David said he provides new mercies every morning. And he fills our lives with blessings. How can we be thankless? Unless we're ignorant of the goodness of God. And then David, he ends the song by reminding all of creation. <laughs> he says, praise the Lord, you his angels. Praise the Lord, you mighty beings who carry out his orders. Praise the Lord, his armies. And then lastly, David says, praise the Lord, all creation, everything he created, every minister, everything God created ought to be thankful they were created. Are you thankful you're created or you've been listening to the devil and you don't like how tall you are, or short you are, or you don't like your nose or you don't like your. No, 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 no. You are created by God. Just the very fact that God created you and I, he deserves thanks. Somebody don't believe that. To praise the Lord, Barak. Means to kneel down, humble ourselves. And open your mouth and say something that's true and good about God. Mm -mm -mm. Open your mouth and say something that's true and good about God. That's praise. See, gratitude is a mentality that leads to the act of humility. Gratitude leads to humility. The more grateful you are, the more humble you are in God's presence. <laughs> if you're unthankful or you think you got yourself out of this last mess. Then there's not going to be much humility. In your life. First Thessalonians 518. In someone say in. In, say in. It doesn't say because of. It says in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and I. In everything. Meaning 
no matter what position or condition you find yourself in. Give God thanks. <coughs> no matter what position or condition you find yourself in, there's still a place to thank God. I know some of you don't believe that because life can get hard. Life can get hard. Things can pile up on you. I mean, the devil can hit you in the nose and then hit you in the knee, hit you in the toe and slap you in the back of the head. All kind, and it's just hard sometimes. But, but, but the Bible says you must remain thankful. Don't, don't ever let yourself get so bitter, so upset, so down that you, 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 you stop thanking God because that's a dangerous place to be, be among the generation of the Thank unthankful, the ungrateful, the ingrates. Because you, you, you might need to have somebody monitor your words because you'll find out when you stop thanking and praising God, you're doing the opposite. You're complaining. You're talking about God. You, you don't really believe that. You can, you can go to church and be somebody that just don't... What you say about God is not a good reputation. You don't, you don't say good things about God. I'm trying to help five more people. You go to church, but you don't say good things about God. Because you're not thankful. You don't see his hand in your life. You don't see his blessing on you. All you see is hard times. Let me say something to you. Never forget this. There will always be, has always been, is now, there will always be a reason to thank God. Always. Nothing will ever get so bad in your life you can't thank God. James 1.17. Here's a proof, just one proof text scripture. James 1.17. Every good <laughs> and every perfect gift comes from above, comes down from the Father of light in whom there is no variableness, neither is there a shadow of turning. In other words, there's always going to be some good coming down from God. I don't care. I'm prophesying maybe to somebody. I don't care how bad it is, how dark it is. And let me just back up. Let me just say this because COVID has run a game. COVID has done a job on some folk. You're angry because this, this is the first holiday without one of your loved ones that you love so dear. COVID took. This could be a very difficult time for many people because they're not having dinner. They're not fellowshipping, not getting the love from people they got it from for years because now they're gone. But God ain't gone. And every good gift, God is still giving away good gifts. He's still blessing. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Don't ever let the world make you think God is no longer a good God because it'll steal the thank you out of your mouth. 
<laughs> Even in the midst of trouble, you're gifted. Do you know that? Even in the midst of trouble, right? There's, God has gifted you and you're gifted right now. You may be miserable, but you're gifted. You may not have all the money you need, but you're gifted. You're blessed. Because he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God has not abandoned you. So there's room to thank him. Luke 17, verses 11 through 18. The Bible reads, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, he being Jesus, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Verse 14. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, the reason that's the reason Jesus said that was because in the Old Testament, that's what happened when you got healed. You had to go show yourselves to the priest. So when he told them that they knew they were about to be healed. He said, oh, go show yourself to the priest. Then you can fellowship with the rest of your brothers and sisters. The priest got to declare you healed and free of, of leprosy. They had to check you out. There's no markings on you. You just go to the priest. And so, so, so he says, and, and it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. As they obeyed what Jesus said, they were healed. No more leprosy. Verse 15. And one of them, somebody shout one of them. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving Jesus thanks and he was a Samaritan. Verse 17. And Jesus answered, saying, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Were not ten cleansed? Where are is there only one that's grateful? Only one came back to thank me? I know ten of them got healed. Hmm. Let me share something with you, my brothers and sisters. This did not surprise Jesus. I'm going to say it again. This did not surprise Jesus. You know why? Because he know we're ungrateful. He knows. How ungrateful have you been over the years? All the things God has done for you. You keep saying, God, if you just do this, I'm going to do it. I'll change. I'll, if you do this for me, I promise you I'll do this. And you ain't done none of that yet. And he keeps on blessing you because we're ingrateful. That's why you have to be taught how to thank God. You have to teach children to be grateful. You, you, some of you heard the story over the years. I'll give children money. They don't say thank you. I'll take it right back. I mean, your mom and daddy ain't taught you nothing. Don't just be a taker. Be grateful. Don't nobody have to give you anything. We got a generation that you think you can deserve everything. You think you owe everybody owe you everything. And you get mad if you can't have your way. You're a part of the unthankful generation. 
And Jesus is not surprised about you. But what we need to do is understand you. Because just like in this scripture, 10 had leprosy was an incurable disease. You need to understand that when they were healed of leprosy, they got their lives back. And nobody but one turned around and thanked Jesus. They were so happy to be healed. Man, I got to get on. Oh, I got to get back on the circuit, man. I got to man. I got to get back in the rap game, man. I got got to get I got to get out. I got to get back out and do my thing, man. You thinking all about all the things you have to do. And you're not grateful to the God that healed you, restored you, and put your life back together. You don't go to church. You don't pray anymore. You don't worship. You can't get you to serve because you're unthankful. You're uh, ingrate. Jesus plainly tells us. That the ones that didn't turn around and thank him were his brothers, Jews. Jews. They look like him, talk like him, dress like him, worship like him, showed up at Passover, but they weren't grateful. Isn't that something? You could be a church person, you could be faithful, always at church, and be ungrateful. And this Samaritan whose doctrine wasn't right. Whose doctrine wasn't altogether right. Had enough sense to say, this man, I'm only healed because of this man. My life has been restored only because of this man. How can I run past him and not stop and thank and give him glory? My brothers and my sisters. Because of his ability to give thanks, Jesus says something that many may not catch to this Samaritan, thankful, grateful man. The nine got healed from leprosy, but the Samaritan got his soul saved for eternity. I don't want any temporary fixes in my life. I want God to fix me for time and eternity. I want complete salvation, complete healing, deliverance. I don't want the enemy to ever put his hand on me again to the point where my life is turned upside down. Grateful people get the greater blessing because grateful people humble themselves and worship him. Stand on your feet. As we think about, <coughs> excuse me, lift your hands. As we think about the tragic murders in Virginia from basketball, football players, football team, I think, Walmart, I think they said it was a manager. As we think about these angry people that will just shoot random people that they may not even know. That's a generation full of anger, a generation that's not thankful, a generation that's not grateful. 
And if we don't turn this around, it's only going to get more violent. People are going to get more angry. And you never know what people will stop at to hurt other people. In the body of Christ, get rid of your anger. In the body of Christ, get gratitude in your heart. Your life may not be perfect. It may not be everything God promised yet, but don't be angry, bitter, and upset, particularly during the season called Thanksgiving. Father, we thank you tonight. You've never broken a promise. You've always come through for us. You're a very present help in the time of trouble. We need you in this hour. Forgive us of our ingrateful mentality. Forgive us for not saying thank you. Forgive us for eating what you prepare, being filled by what you prepare, and then not blessing your name. Forgive us for eating what you prepare, being blessed by what you prepare, being filled by what you prepare, and then get up and we don't thank you. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this moment a revelation of gratitude. Heal our hearts, oh God, from looking at all the things around us that have hurt us over these last several years and let us look and see your mercy, your grace, and all your benefits and we'll be grateful. We'll be thankful. We'll treat each other with respect. We'll love each other properly when we see your hand upon our lives. Thank you, Jesus, for moving mightily healing leaders from, of sickness and disease, malady and infirmities. In the name of Jesus, God, we're not going to complain. We're going to bless you. We're going to thank you for what you feed us. Thank you for what you provide us. We're going to step into a new year, a new season, a new dispensation with new strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. We're going to mount up with wings. We're going to soar like never before. We're going to let go, cast aside all the sin and the weight. We're going to let go of everything that's held us down. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. Well, thank you for joining us. I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry. Your giving is what moves ministry forward, and ministry must move forward. You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.